We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I will say it's not just about the Donovan thing or Donovan for MVP or anything like that. Like, in general, if any other team or almost any other team in the NBA had won 16 of 17 games, you would think that that would be a huge storyline on the major networks. And and I, listen, SportsCenter isn't the end-all, be-all, and I understand that. But, like, when the Cavs' nine-game winning streak is, like, third on the docket for hoops, and it's like, hey, Draymond Green didn't punch a Euro today. Like, when that's, like, the bigger story, like, I, it, I will say, like, there's a point where the Cavs deserve a little bit more attention. And honestly... They deserve a little bit more attention than even we give them, but certainly on a national level, how 16 of 17, nine straight games, how they were winning without Evan Mobley and Darius Garland, I don't know why that didn't take a, a, a bigger hold of, and the media paid, didn't pay more attention to it outside of Cleveland. Well, and the other part of it too is where Donovan hit the nail on the head last night was that the playoff performance last year against the Knicks is being is is held against him, right? I mean, look at the NFL. Patrick Mahomes wins his third Super Bowl in five years. Who's the odds-on uh, favorite to win MVP next season? It's Patrick Mahomes, right? Um, postseason performance always weighs in. I know voters will deny it, but it does. Previous uh, performance will be a factor. But there's no question. The Cavaliers deserve more national attention that they've got. But here's the thing, too. I got to be honest with you, Nick. Similar to the Browns this past season, I kind of like the fact that the national media wasn't hanging around. I, I, I actually don't like it when the national media comes around. <laughs> I don't. Like, I have... Uh, I, I get the use it as motivation. We feel disrespected. We're, that, that type of thing. I totally get and understand, and they should use that as motivation. But I wouldn't waste a second of my time worried about what the national media uh, is saying or not saying about the success you're having. Unfortunately, though, from Mitchell's perspective, to be in the MVP conversation, he needs the national media. Well, listen, I understand that teams like the Knicks being playing really well, that that's going to get attention that you don't get. It's New York. Um, a, a good deal. The conglomerates in this in this industry are based out of New York. I do understand that you're naturally pushing the ball uphill when it comes to media attention. Look, they they, but they couldn't wait to get the Jets on Monday Night Football and Thursday Night Football, and what well, and, then, my, and then what a disaster that ended up being. But this my past point year. is, Oklahoma City is is not a big market, and Oklahoma City with Chet Holmgren and uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander, uh, the OKC Minnesota matchup that was front page news. So like. Neither one of those teams is big market. So it does feel like I don't know. I, I When it comes to Donovan as an MVP, do I think a little of a little bit of it is uh, last year in the postseason? Yeah. I also think some of it is just fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Like Donovan has not been to a Western Conference Final or Eastern Conference Final. And I do think there are people who, like I said earlier, Jalen Brunson's a really nice regular season player, but I don't think he's much more than that. Um, in terms of being the best player on a championship team, 
I think similar. I think most people outside of Cleveland and Utah feel the same way about Donovan. So I think it is the elongated lack of conference finals trips that bum him out or that that harsh the mellow for his MVP candidacy. I also think there's three other things. I think there are three other – because I was thinking about that. My, my, my initial thought where there were four things at, at factor, and I think Donovan oversimplified the first one because I don't think it's just about last year. The other one is – and let's just be honest. He's an undersized ball-dominant guard in a, in, a, in a wing league. And so the guys that get the attention are either big wings or they're centers who can play point center, like Jokic and Embiid. Or Jalen uh, Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum or Giannis like that's the face of the league, and Donovan is the outlier. Like yeah, we've got some really good guards in the NBA right now. Uh, Lamelo six foot eight, <laughs> you know, like Shea Gilgis Alexander. Uh, Shea's I think six foot six. So like small guards like Dame. Look how long it took for Dame to get the kind of consistent love that right. he got. So I do think like. So my first two ideas are, well, some of this is just how the league operates with undersized combo guards or undersized point guards. And some of this is just, well, you haven't had that sustained playoff run that opens up everybody eye, everybody's eyes to what you are. That's why I don't think Dame was ignored, but like the perceived gap between Steph Curry and Dame Lillard for a decade was embarrassing. Like everything Steph was doing uh, from the three-point line Dame was doing something just under that while also being a complete player on both sides of the right. floor and not having to be hidden the way Steph was for a fair amount of that decade when he was winning MVPs. Yeah, and you know Donovan is going to have to I I think, you know, this isn't going to be the year. It's next year is when he can really aim to be in that conversation with getting the Cavaliers deep into the playoffs because then to your point, the national media is going to say, ah, there we go. There's Donovan putting the Cavaliers on his back when it matters the most. And what? Because, again, the, the regular season, it matter. I realize it matters, okay? Don't misunderstand what I'm trying to say here. But I understand it matters, but it doesn't matter. What matters is the postseason. Mm -hmm. The regular season sets you up to compete in the postseason. Well, and think about it with Steph. Steph won the MVP a year after he should have been in serious contention for the first one. Right. Because you needed to see they, that playoff it, run. It, it yeah. takes them. Even though it's a, a regular year. season award, yes, they're it, always a year behind narrative, narratively speaking. They, they want to see some postseason success before they vote you for a regular season award. It goes back to what I said. Look at the NFL right now. All the money right now is on Patrick Mahomes. Why? Because he won another Super Bowl. It's not on Lamar Jackson repeating his MVP. He's not, right now, I don't even think he's in the conversation for a third MVP right now. He's one, two. They're not talking, they're talking about Joe Burrow, yeah. you know, coming back for the Bengals or Josh Allen, maybe, could be in that conversation. I've, I I kind of feel like that Donovan Mitchell is in the Lamar Jackson boat without having the two MVPs already in his trophy case, if that makes sense. Like, they want to see. The NFL writers are going to hold against Lamar lack of postseason success for not voting him for a third MVP going forward. And right now with Donovan, I firmly believe, and to your point, maybe he did oversimplify it a little bit, but the fact that he has not gotten his teams deep into the playoffs, it's held. It's, okay, nice job in the regular season, but... 
Well, look at LeBron, right? Every year, LeBron could win MVP. Let's be honest about it. For for the bulk of his 20-year career, I'd say probably 18 of them. Mm-hmm. Legit case, he could won MVP or whatever, right? They spread the award around, whatever. He's got four in the case. I don't think he's going to get a fifth unless the Lakers all of a sudden, you know, go gangbusters and and, and whatnot. But there's a guy from NBA TV on CBS Sports Radio the weekend. I had my first show that called LeBron Washed. Chris Miles, look it up. What? Called him Washed at 25 points per game, seven rebounds, seven assists. Said LeBron doesn't have it anymore. And I said, you sir are not nope nope can't say what i said on okay i just remembered what i said and i realized it was a i've insulted that man's honor so but so while we're talking about it i do think these things matter i don't ever think it's one thing though i think the oversimplification is saying it's well it's just because of last year in the playoffs or it's just because of you know my career in the playoffs like i think that matters i think being an undersized ball dominant guard in a wing league or in a big league i think matters and here are two more things that cannot be undone one, you're playing in Cleveland. It's really tough to win the NBA MVP in Cleveland unless your name is LeBron, which leads me to the second point. Everything you do in Cleveland, and this is not just in Cleveland. It is when you play in Cleveland, everything you do as a Cavs basketball player will be played up against LeBron. It doesn't mean it's the number one reason he's not gonna, he, he wouldn't win the MVP this year, but like LeBron had to contend against his own greatness, as you pointed out. I think every player that comes after him, and especially in the immediate wake, maybe not 20 years from now, because like, what was it, 10 years after Jordan left uh, Chicago, uh, Derrick Rose was was yeah. on his path to winning the MVP. So like, it can be done, but it's so it's still just five years ago well, and that he, he left. And I think I do think there's a part of people say, yeah, it's really cool. It's a nice little story. But yeah, that's fifty-five win team. If that's what they end up this year, Abby's not LeBron. Well, and we we've even had uh, in recent years, right? Cavalier players, these young Cavalier players, say, "Hey, we want to do this without LeBron. Like, yeah. we want to show that we are good enough, that we are capable, that we, you know, we're, we're trying to get out of that shadow." And l- listen, it's a massive shadow. He's the greatest player in franchise history, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> helped them win the only title they've had in franchise history. The only reason there are banners hanging in Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse that are not retired jerseys are because of LeBron James, plain and simple. So, yeah, there is the shadow of LeBron factor too. But I think, but like, I don't think it's I don't think it's anywhere near what you and I have been talking about. And the fact is, he's got to show them in the playoffs, and then next year, if he's having this type of year for the Cavaliers, then. He's absolutely going to be in the but, conversation. But to cycle back to the LeBron thing, when you play, when you're the next great player in the Lakers, yeah, there is like, there's the weight of purple and gold. But like, you don't, it's not like, well, you ha- are you better than Magic Johnson? Because, well, you've also had Kareem and you've had Jerry West and you've had LeBron and you had Kobe and you had Shaq. I mean, hey, so they even talk in LA about whether or not LeBron is, is, whether, is really like, a Laker. Really yeah. a Laker. Have the Laker but, fans embraced him like, but like my point is that's not going to hold LeBron back in a in an MVP conversation right. because there's so much there's such a wealth of great Laker players you don't like you're blinded by how many greats there are in Boston you're the next MVP candidate right it's not as big of a deal as when in Cleveland it's like there's a monolith there's one guy yeah in Boston you're compared to Bill you're compared to Jerry Lucas you're compared to Havlicek you're you're compared to Larry you're compared to um 
I was going to say Mikhail. You're probably not compared to Mikhail. But you're compared to Kevin Garnett or Paul right. Pierce. Like you're compared to those. Now it's Tatum and, and Brown. But you have so many players to choose from. Right. There isn't one shadow. And I think that's tough. Like how many small market teams have had a LeBron? Like Wemby's going to face this at some point. As fun as he is, he's going to face the shadow of Tim Duncan. Yes. And and thankfully, Tim Duncan did not cast a huge shadow because of his personality and because he didn't draw a lot of attention to himself. LeBron is the he just single, went out and won championships. Yeah, but but LeBron is the single greatest global figure we've ever had. Right. And like he's somehow taken what Michael did, which guys, if you weren't alive in the nineties, holy crap. It was on if it was on McDonald's, it was on shoes, it was on this, it was on that, it was on Be everything. like Mike. So like there have been two great elite global brands in history one was lebron and there have been other really great ones like steph's got a great brand right now there's plenty of guys and i think Giannis, as a euro is a great euro player maybe the greatest of all time fantastic but when it comes to a monolithic figure at least in chicago man you had other guys in that era that meant something to chicago sports you had ditka right you had walter payton you had um, I was trying to think of a great <laughs> Chicago Cub during that era. We'll we'll skip that. You had well, no, you had Sosa. In <laughs> fairness, Ryan Sandberg. Yeah, you had and Ryan Sandberg's wife, which is neither here nor there. That was a cheap shot. That was uncalled for. <laughs> and you're very welcome to be teeing you up to that. <laughs> how dare I? But like in Cleveland, like even amongst other sports, like I love Bernie. We love Bernie here. Bernie, it, it, it's he's not LeBron. You know what I mean? Like. It, we're talking well, just look about at the it. Cavaliers, you know, uh, going back to those teams that they kept, you know, they kept running into Jordan, right? Elo, Nance, Doherty, mm-hmm. Price, Hot Rod, right? I mean, those are really good Cavalier teams. And in some and if cases, it, and if it great. Were not, yeah, and if it were not for bleeping Michael Jordan, yeah, they potentially would have a banner hanging in the rafters, right? Mm-hmm. But. It is what it is what it is. And and that's not to take away from those late eighties, early nineties Cavaliers, but you gotta go back to Austin Carr, right? Yeah. I mean, the miracle of Richfield was like the big moment in franchise history before Nance, Price, Elo, Doherty, Hot Rod came along, right? So, um and Steve Carr, former Cavalier, you know, Let's not forget that before he won a bunch of championships with the Bulls and then had to beat the Cavs in the NBA Finals for a bunch of championships on top of it. But, like, there have been really good Cavalier basketball players. And great Browns players and great Guardians players. But LeBron is just in another stratosphere. And so when you look at, like, this current iteration of the Cavaliers and the the way this team is, is built, right, this is actually a true team, unlike what we had for most of LeBron's time. Because when LeBron was here, GMs were frantically. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Trying to pull rabbits out of hats to find guys to put around LeBron, right? Now, the second time around, when LeBron came back and they traded for Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving was already here. 
Tristan Thompson was already here, right? There There was a nice base here, but there was still some scrambling going on to still bring in those extra, you know, the trading for J.R. Smith and Iman Shumpert, right? They're just, it was, this this Cavalier team is, it's built similar to how the Golden State Warriors built their dynasty. I'm not saying that this is headed for a dynasty, but, but when you look the headline, at, Keith. But when you talk about the way the team has, this team has been built like a team and not so much like the LeBron teams that were here. And so if Donovan can get them through the playoffs here and get you know get them deep maybe the Eastern Conference Finals at worst the game 7 of the conference semifinals and he replicates the season he's having this year next year I think he's going to get more love I think I'm the gonna Cavaliers you, right are going to get more love the conference semis aren't getting it done 2164740092 I don't think it's just one thing I think it's lack of playoff success last year and beyond I think it's undersized ball dominant guard in a wing league. I think it's playing LeBron shadow, and I think it's playing in Cleveland. That doesn't mean it's insurmountable. If anything, this year could be shaping up to be the Steve Nash year because Embiid's not going to be in it. Uh, the Bucks have taken a step back, and we'll see if that hurts Giannis. Uh, the Mavs are not great. Like, there, if there's a year right now, if there's a year to shape up for Donovan or a guy like Donovan to get into it, this year kind of makes sense. But man, is there a lot going against him? If the Cavs can sustain, I don't know, 900 ball, which is what they were playing for like, I don't know, three, two months. I don't think you're going to be able to sustain that for the rest of the year. But 850 is doable. But yeah, you could give us 800. Um, if you end up being a top two seed, I do think Donovan will be somewhere in the conversation. Can I tell you the last part of this? And this is not, I'm not assigning blame here. This is this is a byproduct of the relationship. When you were in last week, we talked a lot about Fedor's comments about Cleveland not embracing Donovan Mitchell. And a lot of that goes to last year, the honeymoon ending in the playoffs. And a lot of that goes to the pressure that is really on there that Cavs fans don't want to talk about. Cavs fans are so over the Donovan Mitchell, will he stay or not? Because we just did a decade of it with LeBron. Right. Totally get it. My my rebuttal would be that's the price of having elite players in the NBA. But, like, if Donovan's going to win the MVP this year, Cleveland's going to have to finally embrace him. Like, I thought it was so wild that there was all this outrage that Jared Allen wasn't an all-star player when the best player on your team wasn't called an all-star. Like, like I'll be honest with you, Jarrett, any given year, that guy works so hard. He's so fun to watch. He's an underrated player in the NBA. Right. And if he makes it, I'm happy for Jarrett. Most years, if Jarrett makes it, it's because of injuries or other bigs in the NBA aren't healthy or other bigs are having a down year or whatever. And that's the only with, way he's going to make it this year. With Donovan, like Donovan, like I hate the idea of all-star snubs because I don't care about that game. I don't. I can't force myself. Oh, they got snubbed. And all it is is just another piece of content, and then we forget about snubs because it doesn't really matter. But Donovan legitimately got snubbed. Donovan's one of the five best players in the NBA this year. Like, that should qualify you for being on the friggin' All-Star team. But, like, I haven't heard Cavs fans pissed off about Donovan making the All-Star team or not making the All-Star team. I've heard a lot of Cavs fans pissed off about Jared Allen. And I think that is another reminder that... There's just, it's that mercenary, you know, that's that mercenary relationship you have with Donovan until he's here for long enough and you, you know, feel safe that he's going to be here.
But Cleveland needs to, if you want Donovan to be the NBA MVP, I know he was the NBA All-Star Reserve. He should be a starter. He's one of the five best players in the NBA. But, like, that to me is a bigger snub than Jared just didn't make the damn team. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I think if Donovan's going to be an MVP candidate, it's because all of a sudden you're chanting MVP. Well, and It's it, because there's a actual push of, of fans, and right. not just fans, but media supporting Donovan in a way to this point they haven't done. Look, look what the Browns did for Miles. Yes. they. I mean, you know, Andrew Barry, Kevin Stefanski, Jim Schwartz, they openly campaigned for Miles Garrett to win Defensive Player of the Year. And it worked. And I kind of wish the Browns did the same thing for getting Clay Matthews into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they dropped the ball there. Yeah. they they Had they done an act... Had they actually had an alumni department that could send presentations out to all the Hall of Fame voters to get Clay in, I'm convinced Clay would have gotten in. Well, at this point, it's on NFL Hall of Fame voters who right. don't have the, like I, I think it's been it's become disrespectful but, but, to Clay. But you understand what I'm yeah. saying, like it, it, and so like the Cavaliers do a, a, a pretty good job every year when it comes to like All Star, especially in recent years when it comes to like All Star voting and stuff. They send they send media kits out in support of their players mm-hmm. to media members that, you know, vote on the thing and, you know, hey, vote Jared Allen for NBA All-Star or whatever. Like, they, so the Cavs do a good job there. But you're right. Like, w- when I cover Cavs games, like, when Donovan Mitchell's at the free throw line, fans are not chanting MVP. Yeah. Not, I, I, at least not that I have heard. And again, I didn't start covering Cavs games this year until after Brown season was over. But, like, I've not heard that. Not, not like, I mean, I've heard more MVP chants for Jetty Osmond mm-hmm. as a Cavalier than I have for Donovan Mitchell from fans. Spurs and, and, fans haven't picked that up. A bunch of losers as a yeah. Spurs fan. So, I, I just feel like, to your point about fans embracing Donovan, yeah, I mean, it, that's the, the, the price you pay in the NBA when you're trying to build a team. That's why Kobe Altman gave up what he gave up to get Donovan Mitchell here because he recognizes to get that kind of talent here, um, it's you're just not doing it in free agency. And so by assembling the assets that he had, he was able to pull the trigger. It, that was more of a trade of opportunity than it was we're ready to win an NBA title now and this yeah. guy's getting us over that. You see what I'm saying? Like, okay, let's – I got a shot to bring this guy in here. Let's get him in here, accelerate these young guys because that's what they're trying that, – I mean – you're not getting free agents. I love Cleveland. I love living here. But we usually like to give people compliments before you hit with the uh, the insult. It's called a it's, compl assault. It, it, it's not a destination for for free agents. Well, and I think the big it's thing, just not. That's just the reality. Can I tell you what I honestly do think is scaring Cavs fans when it comes to Donovan? It's not about losing Donovan. It's about losing Donovan for nothing. Yeah. And that's the thing that I just don't think's happening. Like one. At some point, he is going to communicate whether he's going to talk turkey with you on a contract extension. And that doesn't get like Paul Pierce and OKC. It doesn't guarantee he's going to be here. But the longer that contract is, the more leverage you do have to if you need to trade him because he wants to move on in the future. Like I I, listen, if your big fear is I'm not getting behind Donovan the way I got behind LeBron or Kyrie or. Uh, Mark Price 30 years ago or whatever because I don't want to lose him for nothing. That ain't happening. That's like that's a 5% chance. The Cavs really have to screw it up to lose him for nothing. That doesn't guarantee he'll be here for the next 10 years. 
But I, I think the solace is like, yeah, I'm concerned about the Donovan situation. I think it makes more sense that if at any point he decides to move on, you get you try and basically get an equivalent of him in a trade instead of pieces. But like you, you might get either one of those. And that's why I'm just not, like, that's why I'm not holding back with Donovan because I'm like, oh, even if he doesn't want to be here two years from now, it's still going to be fine. Two things. One, he's not playing and actively participating in the locker room like a guy who's just biding his time to go to where he, wherever he wants to go, whether that's New York City or whatever NBA championship contender out there. And I think that's important. And that's not something that the national media talks about. Instead, what the national media has been trying to do, and to your point about you know Cavs fans being afraid of LeBron 2.0 here and losing him for nothing, is that the national media wouldn't shut up about Donovan Mitchell's not staying in Cleveland, he's not re-upping, it's just a matter of time, yada, 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 right? Again, he doesn't act like it. He doesn't talk like a guy who's you know anxious to get the hell out of here. He legitimately is a member of that team. I see it every night in that Cavalier locker room after games. But, you know, it would be nice to hear in that arena when, like, he's hit the free throw line, he start getting some MVP chants. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.